Why don't you try this one on, sir? No. No, I can't wear this one. You can't wear this one. Way, way too big. Too big. All right. Let me try another. All right. How about this one? Try this one. No. Not way too big. Too big. I'm swimming in this yes, one. Yes, all right. Let me... Can't uh, wear it. Here's another. Here's... Got anything smaller? Yes. Here, try this. Let me try it on. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Come on. This is huge. <sighs> Give me the smallest one you've got. All right. This is this is it. Okay, let me try let this me try one. Try this one. Too big. Too big? Too big. All of these hats are way too big. But that last one was size two and a quarter. Well, it's too big. Okay. I'm telling you, it's too big. Pinhead. A Fragrance for Men by Calvin Klein. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. Me, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this week we're not opening with some obituary, Good. Mo- mournful <laughs> person that is not in the music world anymore. I just wanted to open with one of my favorite songs. This is the Bee Gees. To Love Somebody, which I think is one of the greatest songs of all time. To love somebody, to love somebody, the way I love you. Yeah, and it's the Bee Gees, but give it up to them. They're great. Yeah, the the Bee Gees for me are like the Beatles. There's some songs I really love that they've done, and some songs I'm like, oh, 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 ow, oh, no, yeah, I don't like it. That's the way it is with me for Lawrence Welk, for example. Some stuff <laughs> I love, right. and then other stuff, and yeah, and I'm not so sure. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Pat. Uh, Well, here we are. We're trying to do this again amidst the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Yeah. Social distancing and all of that sort of thing. Are you, um, I want to tell you about a, you may know about this. There's a new. Is this an Amway pitch? Gadget. Yes. Okay. It's a new gadget smell... that helps you stop touching your face. Oh, yeah. And I just wonder yeah, it's how. an app, right? Or something like that? No, it's actually a piece of hardware like a. A, a watch that you would wear that actually vibrates it buzzes it's a wristband that buzzes the moment it's kind of like getting a shock every time you start to put your hands up on your face it's astonishing how m- many times you you reach up and touch your face you mean, during the day you mean me personally yeah yeah you yeah. you are always touching your face yeah i know but I decided the other day to just count how many times that I... T- I couldn't even get through an hour. I was already up to like a million in an hour. So it's called ImmuTouch. And it, it just buzzes every time it gets close to your your face to remind you not to touch your face. Like a, like a little collar that a dog would wear to <laughs> yeah, stay, exactly. in the yard, stay in the yard. Yeah. 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 It's funny when... I don't know if you do this when you go wash your hands. I love it when I wash my hands because then you can just like touch totally. your face all over your face. The, for about a minute you can touch your face without worrying. 
right after you've done the hand wash thing. Well, you know, a lot of people are doing the hand washing thing, and I think that's great and touching your face. But I don't think enough people are washing their their butts. I think we need people to <laughs> wa- remember to wash your rear end because it it uh, is probably pretty much the same as your face. Well, do you touch? <laughs> in my case, touch, it is. Do you touch your butt more than your face? Do you think? Oh, I think without question. Uh huh. Yeah. I already knew the answer to that. That was a dumb question. Hi. Gray skies are gonna clear up. Put on a happy face. Brush off the clouds and cheer up. Put on a happy face. Hey, uh, I was thinking about this. Um, I, I was doing some actually intelligent reading the other day, and I remembered something from college days. And it is... Uh, there was a, uh, you're hearing me okay, right? Yeah, I'm hearing. I'm just surprised you didn't want to know how much this little gadget costs, but go ahead. I'm going to say it costs a couple hundred bucks. Um, Actually, I have to be honest. I have no idea how much it costs. So I'll, I'll go look that up. Unless, but I, was in, fu- I thought you would fine. say that. If, unless they've got it at the Dollar Tree. I know, um, right? It's probably you're probably right. It's probably I bet it's not. I bet it's probably fifty bucks. It, you're right though. It's probably a couple hundred bucks. I want to talk about the Dollar Tree in a minute, but uh, I was okay. as I said, I was looking up uh, some old stuff, and I re- I ran across a, a um, theory called Pascal's Wager. And there was a, a philosopher, a thinker, uh, I think in the 17th century, named Blaise Pascal. He was French. And his wager was, he was trying to convince people, can you hear my dog? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is your dog touching his face? It could be. Your dog's probably touching his butt. He's probably trying to touch somebody else's face. He's touching his butt with his face. That's something we can't do as humans. Did you know that? We cannot touch our butt with our face. Yeah. Well, I, 40... there, there are, there's got to be some people that can. I've seen these <laughs> incredible contortionists on television that can bend That's themselves true. around. That's true, but and, I, and I, when I ever I see what? that, I think could that would that be useful for me to be able <laughs> that to do? Would be, hmm. That would be useful. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't necessarily do it all the time, but it would be nice to know <laughs> that it was possible once in a while. I don't even. I, I can't even get that out of my head. Forty nine ninety. Forty nine ninety five, oh. my friend. Oh. That's how much an emu touch costs. I thought they would be two hundred bucks. I could get four of them now. And by the way, it's it was actually it's being built here in Seattle. So um, Seattle's where apparently this whole thing costs. So would you spend fifty bucks on something no. just to remind yourself not to touch your butt? <laughs> I... <laughs> well, I don't know. Hmm, yeah, don't it is. Know. It's it's a Im- imponderable. Yeah, anyway, said. go ahead. So the so, French so guy. The, so, oh, this, oh. so this guy, Blaise Pascal. Yes, he, the French guy. I love Paris in the springtime. I love Paris in the fall. His idea is that, uh, his idea was that if, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think you're a particularly religious person at all, right? Well, sometimes it just depends on the situation. Yeah. Well, his idea was that... <laughs> if I'm out of wine, I get really religious. Yeah. I'm like, please, please make please, this water. Please turn this water into turn wine. Turn this water into wine. I need a drink. Yeah. Boy, that wouldn't that be a guy you... Wouldn't you want to invite Jesus to a party? Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Oh, here he comes. Okay, everybody. We don't have to go to the store. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. So Pascal said, 
why don't you go ahead and believe in God? In other words, take the bet, because you've got nothing to lose. If there is a God, hey, yeah, you're heading to heaven. Point. But if there yeah. is no God, you haven't really lost anything. Well, I'm that's kind of thinking, point. I was thinking of Pascal's wager as compared to people who say that they don't want to wear masks, they're not practicing social distancing and all of that sort of stuff. Um, you know, why not wear those things? Why not do those things and take the bet? that mm -hmm. it might you know might pay off for you then what do you got yeah. to lose it's a it's a good point i, I do want to get back to the religion thing because i i want to talk about that but i was going to ask you about the masks i know that you you've got an errand you got to run later on today yeah. Are, when you're yeah. heading out I, I gotta tell you i i haven't been wearing a mask and i'm now realizing that people you'll you get judged for that here's the reason i wasn't wearing a mask was because they said that it doesn't do a whole lot of good to protect you if you are wearing a mask because right, right. it can jump into your eye by the way it can jump in your eye you touch your eye so you'd have to have a mask that covers your eyes too unless but you have that gadget you mentioned and then if you touched your <laughs> eye it would warn you i know but somebody could cough in your eye and you'd catch it so I always thought that the masks was, were sort of silly because I'd see people wearing masks but no gloves. And I'd be like, well, you're kind of not really doing a whole lot here. But now it is become apparent that the masks are not to protect myself. It's in case I am asymptomatic and I'm shedding the virus, I'm protecting other people. So now but you're I'm, not coughing I've, into somebody else's eye. I exactly. Yeah. I've recalibrated a bit on my feelings about the mask, and I have to go to the grocery store today. So I'm gonna uh, uh -oh. tie a here comes tie the a eyeball coffer woman. I'm gonna tie a something around my. I don't know if I got anything around here. I gotta look and see. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna wear a mask I've been to protect other people. One last chance to kiss again. She looks so good, he looks so strange. Not forever could they last. Under the mask, under the mask, under the mask of happiness. I've been pretty good about it. I, I, I do wear a mask when I go into the grocery store and I wear oh, gloves in there. And I when wear I, gloves. And then I pay, uh, you know, I pay for it with my debit card. So they have these the sandy wipes. Yeah, yeah, sandy wipes. So I use that, and and so I po punch the numbers for my card with, with that, that in front of finger. my finger. So I do the same thing. Yeah, because everybody's sharing that thing for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and those have always been just filthy little machines. And I told you about the story of the guy at the liquor store in Boise a few months ago that I yeah, yeah. did th yeah. I did that with and he was oh you're a howie I'm like shut up you're a how I just I just really pissed me off I wonder what he's doing now wonder if he's okay <laughs> don't know hope so but hope yeah so. well I don't know so the French guy with the religion thing I think it's oh, yeah. a really good point <clears throat> here's here's the problem with arguing with anybody about whether there's a god or not um if if there is you get to tell me I told you so if there is not, I don't get to tell you I told you so. So that's sort of frustrating on on some level. But, you know, I'm already good. I got my insurance. I had to accept Jesus when I got married a million years ago. So yeah. I'm good. Uh, you, uh, I got my insurance. You uh, uh, you remind me that when, when I was uh, growing up, we went to Catholic school. My mm -hmm. four brothers and I, we went to the eighth grade 
at Catholic school, and I remember even being a little kid. Uh, other Catholics of my vintage would remember a thing called Baltimore Catechism, where you had to memorize, and they had to, every word had to be exact, or you were marked down. You know, these... What is that? Is it a poem or a... What is it? It's, it's a whole book of questions <gasps> like... Uh, a book? Well, yeah, it's pretty thick. Uh, like, Jeez. who is God? And then you have to give the answer. God is the all-supreme being or whatever it was. I don't remember now. And you had to get it word for word exactly right. Or oh, you, back you go, back you go to the book and study some more. Wow. And, That's... Uh, yeah. brainwashing at its best. Yeah, I don't know if they still implement the Baltimore Catechism anymore or not, but uh, I, as a little kid, and I think I was in the first or second grade, by the way, can you remember your first day in school? No, I don't. You mean like kindergarten? Uh, well, or, I don't even remember. No, I don't remember the first day of school. Because I remember the first day of school. Here's what happened. I'm, I remember the last day of school. Yes, I went off. I went off... Uh, script here a little bit but there was a guy in my who sat right in front of me named tom bear and there was a girl sitting right on the desk next to mine named i'll i'll, I'll just say it. her name was carla shadler and uh, it's first day of school and some of the <laughs> kids are nervous they don't know what to do i Is remember this first grade first grade this... yeah okay that's where i learned the difference between left and right and sometimes, as I've said before, I, if I can't quite remember it, I go back to the first grade, I can close my eyes, the windows were on the left, the lockers were on the right. And I oh. still can pull that image up in my head. But Carla Shadler barfed. It was short, oh. shortly after lunch. <laughs> oh, poor little thing. Yeah, and she did a tech, oh. technicolor yawn right in the middle of class. And Tom Bear, for some reason, of all the guys in the class, Tom, would you come and clean up Carla's uh, oh problem? And he because he was sitting next to her. Or yeah, why he, Tom? he was sitting beside behind oh. me. I thought, God, well, oh thank goodness she thank didn't call goodness. on me. I couldn't pull it off. I know you're a barfer. Oh yeah, I know. I know that about you. The whole if class. Well, I, if, I'm not only a barfer. I'm a fainter. If I'm going to have my blood drawn for, I've done more than once I've keeled over. So now I learn when I have my blood drawn, I don't watch. I just look the other way and then it's fine. You're such a tough But when guy. I watch blood coming out of me, I go, Ooh. I think I you told you. Never, you could have never been a woman. No. We, we deal no. with that constantly. I know. You'd, you'd be keeling over every month. So I made a deal with my wife when we lived in this house. <laughs> we had these cats that were constantly catching birds and sometimes oh, even bunnies oh, and tearing, tearing them apart on the deck. And so our, our deal was that I will clean all of that kind of thing up, but she has to clean up barf. Clean up That was that was our deal. Well, she's a nurse, so she nothing phases her. 
Um, well, it phases her, but she can get through it. Me, Patty's, I just I can't. Patty's taken care of me after a couple surgeries when I didn't have anybody around. I was, let's say, between marriages and between boyfriends, and she's taken care of me, and she's she's looked directly into some of my open wounds and been fine. You, I would have never asked to come take <laughs> care of me after surgery. You so. ain't no dumb girl, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I remember asking myself as a kid. I'm thinking they're they're telling us. And we were taught by nuns. They're telling us that Catholic, the Catholic faith, is the only correct faith. All the I'm thinking, well, what about the billions of other people in the world who don't happen to have landed on Catholicism like I accidentally did? Yeah. So where are they going? They going to hell or are they going? Oh yeah, someplace. Well, they go else? to purgatory first. According to the Catholics, well, yeah, so yeah, we go to purgatory. Go there then there's a thing there called a there's a thing called limbo, which you know, oh, that's right, I forgot about that stage. Yeah, yeah you, you don't go right to hell. You don't pass go, and you go. You have a few stops on the way. Well, no, I think if you're a bad person, Hitler went straight to hell. Really? Oh yeah, I have a. Docu- I don't even think documentation even think, to prove it. <laughs> I don't even think hell took him. They were like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> we don't want him. <laughs> you, yeah, no. When the Fuhrer says, "Wie ist der Master Race?" Wie heil, heil. Right in the Fuhrer space, not to love the Fuhrer is the greatest grace. So we heil, heil. Right in the Fuhrer space. So, but I, I so that uh, even as a little kid, I started to shake my faith. I thought, well, wait. A minute that isn't mm. fair mm-hmm. you keep That's talking true. about this just and fair god and what about all these people who who are maybe they're muslim or they're jewish or whatever so mm-hmm. they're so they don't get the same deal that i got just because i accidentally was yeah. born to a mom and dad yeah. of a catholic and sent me to school yeah so that's when it got a little shaky and by the time i got to college i mean this is how inculcated i was into Catholicism and the and the profound guilt of it. All. I know uh, you and I, I've talked about your Catholic guilt before. I that. thought if I can't if I don't go to church every Sunday, yeah, I'm heading to hell. Yeah, and uh, and so I you know I hooked up with this guy that I met when I first day at college it was a Catholic college we went to, and I said, well, I where where do they have mass around here? I got to go to church tomorrow. He said, ah, oh, you don't have to go. Yeah, hey, I don't have oh. to go. You can you can miss it. What? And I said, yeah, really? I can? And I was sure uh, that a, a lightning bolt was going to come and take me out if I didn't. But I somehow, maybe not the first time he proffered the idea, but somewhere down the line I said, yeah. I'm going to chance it. I'm going to chance it. <laughs> and and, it, and I, lived, I lived through it. And good, I started thinking about you. things differently. Hey, here's a random thought for you. Um. And this this isn't a girl thing, really, but I was noticing this guy that was on TV the other day, and he had an open collared shirt on, and he had a T-shirt on underneath it. Yes, that's how it should be. And I'm thinking, say no more. You think that's how it should be? Yes, that is exactly how. I it should have be. not worn a T-shirt oh, in years. Oh, crying out loud! I mean, were, the whitey were you raised. Were you raised by wolves? You always, when you have a button-down shirt on, you always wear a T-shirt. Mm, it's like I don't. You, it's a, it's an undergarment. That's it's an under. It's actually technically called an undershirt. Yeah, an undershirt. Yeah, you're right. Well, I just I realized mm. when I said T-shirt, I because I'll run T-shirts when I'm out jogging or something. But I'm talking about the conventional. Mm-hmm. Hanes white mm-hmm. t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't think I even own one. 
<gasps> I haven't worn one in years. So you, when you were doing, when you do emceeing and public speaking and all those important things that you do, yeah, yeah, you're typically yeah. wearing, <laughs> you're typically wearing a suit right. uh, and a dress shirt. You're not wearing an undershirt under that? Nope. Oh, oh for right now loud. Why do I need one? You hussy. That'd be like me running around with no bra on. You got to wear an undershirt. Are you wearing one right now? No. Okay. <laughs> Neither am I. I <laughs> Nor am I wearing a t-shirt. I don't even know where my bra is. It's been weeks since I've seen my bra. Well, I think we talked so, about it on our last podcast. There's going I, to be some saggy boobs. At I know. the end of this coronavirus thing. Yeah, they say you got to wear them or the ligaments. But I could use my bra as a mask. I just thought if I could go find it. <laughs> and you could I share could... that mask with another person. Somebody else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. Well, so I just I just wanted to ask you, is that a fashion faux pas? Is well, it a yes, hy- it hygiene is. faux pas? What it, is? it is, but it sounds to me from your tone that you don't really care. No, I don't. You you sound proud of the fact that you're that you're going braless. I'm not proud. You are proud of it. You're yeah. like, yep, not me. I'm not wearing an undershirt. Don't you feel like, I mean, the undershirt... I feel, I've never feel more alive than when I'm not wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> Well then, you just keep doing it, honey. Because okay. <laughs> I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to steal your joy. To but me, you're supposed to wear an undershirt. Well, I guess. Ding dong. But the thing about it is, it just seems to be an unnecessary contrivance to sell you something. I mean, you you look back you're at so suspicious. No, it's not. Well, what do you mean? It doesn't have. It is not necessary. It doesn't really serve a function. I guess you could make the argument that well, that way you won't sweat all over your your nice shirt right exactly but it's I, to protect it's to protect your dress i just looked it up why is an undershirt necessary you want me to read it to you or do you yeah go ahead care? and read it okay then perhaps I'll, the then i'll discard it <laughs> perhaps the most important reason to wear an undershirt is what you just said is to protect your dress shirt it will help absorb any sweat and you know you're a sweater so that's one thing it's protecting your shirt i'm sweating right now it will also protect your dress shirt from get this body oils Mm. and it will help your dress shirts last a lot longer so it's just a protective it's protecting your shirt from from you (laughs) yeah i get it i i mean i do get it but it's just nothing i'm not at this advanced age of mine in my superannuated state i don't think i'm going to go out today and buy a bunch of t-shirts undershirts and say yep that's it i'm on this new bandwagon now well, you probably aren't waltzing around wearing button-down shirts right now either, so you don't no, have I'm to not. worry about it right now. But so. the other thing about it is, uh, I've always felt this way. If you're go- if you have something, like I used to always mention to people, uh, you know, advice that I'd been given over the years. Uh, my mom told me to stop picking at that thing, or it'll never get better. <laughs> uh, you know, my my father-in-law told me that which does not kill you will make you stronger. And That's he told me that just before he was killed. And then 
the other thing is I said, my dad always told me that if you have to go do a public speaking event or dress up for a meeting, you only need to iron this part of your dress shirt here, <laughs> this V part, because yep. your sport coat's going to cover the rest of it. Yeah. And uh, that's the way I feel about under, uh, under shirts. If nobody's going to see them, why have them? Well, they will see them because most dress shirts are not, um, uh, they're, they're, they have a little, they're a little see-through. They're a little bit transparent, most dress shirts are. Okay. Um, so people will see that you're not, but, but you're wearing a jacket over that too. So maybe, I yeah. don't know. And uh, I think people will, uh, who listen to our podcast will feel satisfied this week that finally someone has taken on the controversial undershirt issue. Yes, you're right. Which reminds me, we got a really nice little email from Carol. Um, Carol M., I will call her. Just a short email that she said, uh, Lisa and Pat really appreciate the extra shows. We, your 12 listeners, need them now more than ever. Tough times indeed. Here's, so, the, yeah. here's the thing, Carol. Uh, if we make a joke about us only having 12 <laughs> listeners, that's, that's funny because that's yeah. coming from us. For right. you to reinforce it like that, that hurts. And that's, by the way, just so you knows, we have 13 because somebody else just found us last week. So, oh my gosh. to you. So, we yeah, are growing. We I wonder where we, we wonder where we rank in uh, all of the podcasts. Oh, we're we're right up there around the million, one million. Do you mark. think we're in the in the top one percent of podcasts? <laughs> um, no. You know what we never do? We never <laughs> ask our listeners to rate our podcast, and and that. <gasps> Don't do that. Well, that that you way, then that? You, then you, the algorithms will will move you up the food chain a little bit, as I understand. <laughs> Maybe it. not. It might have an uh, the opposite effect. You oh, ever think about oh, that? Oh, you're right. Never mind. Uh, scratch that. I'll edit that out of this uh, show. Not a bad idea. So here's what I wanted to ask you about, or okay. discuss with you, and it is the proliferation of dollar stores everywhere. And there's been some news stories about this. There are something like you, three of them. Dollar you, Tree, Dollar General, and then there's another one who's Family Dollar. Family Dollar. Oh, okay. Isn't there one just called the Dollar Store? Isn't that just... I think there used it? to be. <clears throat> and they're uh, like multi-billionaire guys running these little dollar stores. Like they, you know, they have boats and mansions and they run these little rinky-dink dollar stores. But you love, you bring this up a lot. I don't know if you know this. You bring up talking about the dollar store a lot. So you, I hardly ever go. I may maybe go to the dollar store once a year, once every two years. And I don't even know why I'm in there, but I'm in there for whatever reason. I'm usually but how in often there, do you frequent? Well, I mean, usually in there buying uh, undershirts and stuff like that. <laughs> Those dollar undershirts, you know, that are yeah. good for one wearing. No, I, I do. Here's what I buy at the Dollar Tree that I I know this about you. I already know you buy reading glasses because yep, you and I Patty do. have reading glasses spread out all over the house. Yeah, that's right. And, and no I'll sentence. and I will also in these summer months, uh, which are coming up, buy cheap sunglasses there too because I lose my sunglasses quickly. Yeah, it doesn't matter well, whether maybe I have enough. Here's the psychology behind yeah. all this. I don't know if you've thought about this. Maybe you wouldn't be so irresponsible with your glasses Ooh, if you had paid if you had paid fifty dollars sixty dollars a hundred dollars 
Maybe I would counter you would... your remark with uh, <laughs> that I would be in substantially more pain if I lost a really nice pair of sunglasses. If I lose these, they only cost me a buck. I, right. I'm okay but, with that. But that's my point, is you might be more careful with them if you knew that you... <clears throat> like, I have prescription sunglasses, which, you know, cost me a bunch of money. But I just like them, but I'm very careful with them. I have one spot that I put them in. I don't deviate from that. I know exactly where they are every time, and I haven't lost them yet. Well, And I've had them for like four years. Here's the thing with me, and you know (laughs) this to be true. I already know the thing with you, but go ahead. I am one of the most profoundly disorganized people that I've ever (laughs) met. And people say, they'll say to me like, hey, remember that commercial you did three years ago for, for uh, Larry's Market? And I said, uh, yeah, I'll have to look for it. I, I, do, I don't label anything. I think I'm going to remember it. And I don't. And I, I just move from project to project and I never look back. I'm always looking down the road. Yeah. I never look in the rearview mirror. So I, So if I need to go back and reconstruct something or find something or resurrect something it's going to be a long shot that i can actually pull it off yeah because once i'm done with something i don't care about it anymore yeah and maybe oh i know well it's it's so so these these dollar stores um they are becoming somewhat controversial because little they, they mostly pop up in smaller towns uh rural communities and so the mom and pop grocery stores they can't compete with the prices. They can't yeah. compete with them at all. And even though these dollar stores, for the most part, don't have any fresh meats or much in the way of fresh produce, the no. cheap prices are killing yeah. ind- independent grocers. <clears throat> and they there are more dollar stores in the United States. Are you sitting down? More dollar yeah. stores than Starbucks and McDonald's combined. There is not. Combined. They're, you they're, shut up. There is not. No, don't shut up. I mean, oh, okay. shut right. up. Yeah, really? 30, there are 30,000 stores of these Family Dollar, Dollar Tree, and Dollar General. Never been in a Dollar General. But I, would have also, never, I would have never guessed that. That's insane. I would have never guessed that. Well, what's really sad when you think it through is that they have, not everything's crap in those stores, but it for the most part, they have the crap. worst food and it's adding to the the poor yeah. health of low income Americans. Yeah, it's junk food that's yeah. and all that stuff isn't all that stuff made in China and made in Taiwan and just crappy. Except for the Chinese food, and, which is made in Delaware. <laughs> and most of that stuff has lead in it. Like I had a girlfriend go, "Oh my god, you wouldn't believe these pots I found at the dollar store." And they actually had a label on that said, "Warning, this contains lead." I go, "Honey, don't buy those." Yeah. I will get you some other pots. No, they're a good deal. I go, "They will kill you. These plant pots will kill you." Yeah. So, so I mean, it is it is sort of a mounting scandal, but it's we're a capitalist society. People yes, we need are. to be able to, to eat and to Yes, and we so we, we all, you know, you hear so much scolding about, well, you should eat healthier, but it costs more to eat healthy. It uh, sure does. That's the simple fact. Yeah. You want to go uh, buy organic bananas, those cost you twice as much as the regular old bananas. I'm, yeah. I eat the regular old bananas. I can afford the organic bananas, but I'm going to eat the regular bananas. I eat the organic ones, but I give my monkey the other ones. <laughs> So 
some some of these towns though around the country are putting in restrictions now and actually saying no you can't put a dollar store here they're trying to protect some of their local businesses but well that's sort of the same argument with um with walmart is you know people and towns were fighting against having walmarts coming yeah. in because yeah. they were killing those little little stores so that's a that's a tough one. I I don't know. I don't really shop there, so it doesn't matter. Well, there you go. So that there is um there is uh, the in between stores. There's one uh, that is called I can never remember the name of it. Uh, grocery outlet. Oh yeah, I like grocery outlet. Yeah, I do too. They're okay. Yeah, they're okay. We used to have a name. Mm-hmm. My wife and I had called them by another name, uh, for because of a couple of experiences we had. Uh, what I was the name? I won't say it uh, as it actually is, but it's the effed up store, <laughs> except we don't say effed. And the reason we, we started calling it that is because we would go in there and we would buy certain things, and um, and then perhaps a week later, two weeks later, we started seeing these flying bugs all over our house. Oh, And they were oh, coming no. from the food that we had bought, uh, some of the food we had oh, bought in God. these stores. I went over to the produce <clears throat> area one time and I looked in there and there were literally, <laughs> Phil, why am I still there? There were literally would... something crawling in some yeah. of the produce. So when I go to tell the, the produce manager, the store manager, hey, you got that's kind of messed up over there. He looked like he was all put out. Oh, great. <laughs> now I suppose I'm going to have to throw it out. And you're like, no, I didn't say that. I'm I just sorry. wanted you to know. I'm sorry. I just wondered if bugs. I could get a discount on it. <clears throat> there are some bugs in that thing. Yeah. So, ew, uh, yeah. That's anyway. like buying sushi from a gas station. Just don't buy produce from yeah. those places. Yeah. Go to the go to a regular store. Yeah, most gas stations hey, do not have a sommelier either. So, hey, you know what? I went to. Uh, I had to get my car serviced yesterday, and so I brought it in to Linwood Honda. And when little... and you were done at Linwood Honda, did you say to the mechanic, "Thank you for your service"? No, I didn't. You should always say that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I had actually. I don't know how often you buy cars, but you know me. I pretty much drive the same car for ten years, and I've I bought, never. I bought three of them since we started this podcast today. <laughs> I never. I've never bought a brand new car in my entire life. I think that's reckless, and I think it's silly and dumb. But I've never purchased a new car. I typically. I, I almost don't even buy late model cars for the most part, but I buy good, reliable used cars. So a couple of months ago before this pandemic started, I was kind of looking around going, I wonder if I should get rid of my, I drive a little 2006 Honda. She's got about 120,000 miles on her. She's a faithful, th- never given me a lick of trouble. It's a girl car then. Aren't all car? I was going to ask you that. Aren't all cars girls? My first car was called Betsy. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that a girl? Yes, it is. Have you ever had a boy car? Uh, there was Carl. <laughs> and then you had Larry. Carl the car. Yeah. I remember Larry. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No. so I, so anyway, I had seen a a, 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 a 2010 Honda Accord that I thought, oh, that kind of looks nice. And uh, the price is pretty good. It's pretty good. Low miles. And I said, I, I'll think about it. And I, I never jumped on it. So anyway, I took my car in to get uh, service yesterday and I had time on my hands because they always it's like two hours you got to just sit there it's two hours so I thought I'm going to see if they still have that car on the lot they did they still had the car on the lot and so the sales guy was talking to me and I said well you know what if it what if I wanted to buy it and he goes oh 
you can't buy a car right now. And I said, what? what? And he said, no, you cannot. We cannot sell you a car today. And I said, I, really? I was starting to challenge him. I go, what if I have the money in my pocket? You won't take it? And he goes, well, we can take it, but we just can't give you the car. You have to be an essential employee right now. <clears throat> so what's crazy is there was, or you have to have had your car wrecked. Or if you are a couple like you and Patty, if you only had one car between you, you could go buy a car today saying, you know, me and Patty, but we need each our own car. Yeah. But me as a non-essential person, I already have a car. It's going to make you feel good, doesn't it? They would. I know. They wouldn't let me buy it. So no, you're, not, you're not essential. Oh, so okay, thank there you. was a nurse from Swedish Hospital in there. Um, who was I buying love their car. Meat, I love their meatballs. I know, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, she's like, they're like, okay, here's your car. And I go, hey, wait a minute. And they go, she's a nurse. Sit down, woman. And I went, okay. So I, you cannot buy a car right now. Isn't that crazy? It just yeah. feels weird to me. Things well, are so weird right now. Yeah, I mean, I just weird. I just start thinking it through, and I realize things. I said, "Oh, that's right. They can't do that either." I can't that's do a, that. Yeah. yeah, can't do uh, that. As you, you know, as you might know, I can't remember these things all blur together. But did I think I mentioned on the podcast that we were selling our house, mm -hmm. and we were going to move, mm -hmm. and in this, we put it on the market the very last day of February, and as you know, all the things that have happened since then. Mm -hmm. We actually had a deal signed all the way around, and then we pulled out. We just said, uh, first of all, we weren't so sure we wanted to sell our house after all, but we also found it impossible. We were going to move up to Washington State somewhere. It was hard to rent and and or to buy a house yeah. right now because mm -hmm. they can't show them, or at least at that time, they couldn't show you. So who's <clears throat> going to buy a house that you haven't basically walked through? sight on scene other yeah. than video you know right. so uh it just we would have wound up we felt homeless and we would, had no place to go yeah. except of course your house out in the garage yeah but, which but we would that would which, only have lasted for four or five months which you noticed when you asked me about it i didn't respond to you yeah i did notice that you texted did, me about that and i, I did notice that yeah so anyway i want to get back to the car thing because what's really interesting is i thought well you know i've been a little bit I've been busy, but I mean, I'm not traveling and I got to just get a change of scenery. I thought, I think I'll go on a, maybe I'll take a little road trip. You, you're the one who told me about the Cascade Loop, which I did oh, part of it a few years ago. The North Cascade. And I got, yeah. yeah. And I got up to Diablo Lake, which is absolutely stunning. One of my most favorite places Green. ever. Green. <clears throat> yeah. So beautiful. I have it as a screen. I took a picture and have it as a screensaver on my, on my computer. So I, I came across an article that said one of the interesting side effects of the COVID-19 is obviously there's less traffic. There's literally no traffic. Gas prices are down. Car prices, by the way. That's another reason I wanted to buy the car. The, the car prices are being slashed. You can get a deal right now if you want to go buy a car, if you could go buy a car. But you know what's actually spiked because of this? Traffic uh. deaths. Isn't that crazy? There are more traffic deaths now because you know why? People are driving it, faster because they can. And I wouldn't say people, Pat. You know who's driving faster. It's uh, boys. It's, it's, bo it's well, the boys. Well, boys with probably alcohol in them, too. The boys, are they're saying that they're seeing cars running at 100-plus miles an hour because nobody's out on the roadways. And all these high-speed chases they're going through with the... And part of it is that they feel like they're just not going to get caught because... Um, nobody's out on the road and the 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 highway patrol people aren't really 
enforcing anything, but it's really crazy. And it made me rethink this whole, I should take a road trip because now it's like, feels really dangerous to be out on the roads with yeah, people yeah. running and speeding. And it's not just, it's everywhere. It's in the Bay Area, it's Minnesota, it's everywhere. People and you're are pretty crashing. Much- you're pretty much going to have to take a day trip anyway. I, you might have trouble finding a place to stay, a motel. Well, hotel. I wouldn't do... The last time I went, we just did a day trip, but you'd, you'd have to pack a cooler full of food because we stopped at restaurants on the way and yeah. coffee stuff. But yeah, you'd have to do that. But I just thought that was uh, remarkable to note that these high speed, these Boy, fatal crashes... that surprises crashes, me. I know. It was... That's a good a, factoid. A little stunning to think about how... So just yeah. be careful out there because... And I noticed this in my neighborhood, too, that, you know, there's not a lot of traffic, but the few... There are noisy, loud cars every once in a while. And just, I'm like, I'm just so old. If I'm out in the driveway, I yell at them and I shake my fist. Slow down. You get a fast car. I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere Any place is better Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Me, myself, I got nothing to prove It's been a pleasure talking to you. Why? What Are we done? I think we should bring this cow into the barn. Really? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a joke? Uh, I do. Uh, I would like to lay it on you. I apologize, by the way, uh, to anyone who heard last week's podcast oh uh, don't I, apologize i told for that. a very <laughs> randy joke uh, that was classic well, there's why no would rule. you apologize yeah we don't got no stinking rules no but I, it's just a, a matter of personal uh taste i guess and but i somehow i started feeling my oats that day and uh went a little far well we've gotten 12 complaints so we, all yeah all 12 of our listeners have emailed and complained that's how you about grow it. you got to be controversial <laughs> yeah. yep uh, all right here we go you ready yes. a guy is walking down the street and he walks by a hardware store that was advertising a sale on chainsaw that is capable this chainsaw capable it is said of cutting 700 trees in seven hours. Wow. The guy says, oh my gosh, that's a good deal. And so he decides to buy one. Never had one before, but can't pass up a deal like that. No kidding. So the next day, he comes back into the hardware store, and he's complaining to the salesman. Salesman said, what's the problem? Well, the, the thing didn't even come close to cutting down the 700 trees the ad said it would. Not even close. Oh, okay, well, why don't we take it out back here and let's test it. Finding a log, the salesman pulled the starter cord, and the saw made a great roaring sound. And the customer said, what's that noise? It was good, Pat. All right. Uh, wasn't a home <laughs> run, sound, but it was a... You sound real disappointed. It I was think a good drag bunt. It was good. Don't get me wrong. It was good. But can you do better next time? I Just... sure can and will. All right. Bye. Okay. There's a light. A certain kind of light. It's never shown.
For listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at peculiarpodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.